heard Suetonius telling the story of how he had once left the other Tessararius swinging from a tree after cracking his head a few times. His tone had made the incident seem nothing more than a little rough fun between boys. He had felt Julius's gaze on him at the end and pretended surprise, winking at his second as they went back to their duties. As Gadidicus walked over to the last of his units, Julius could see Suetonius grinning behind his shoulder. He kept his own eyes on the centurion and saluted stiffly as he stood to attention. Gadidicus nodded to him, returning the salute with a quick motion of his right forearm. If they don't know we're here, we should be able to burn out that little nest before dawn. If they've been warned, we'll be fighting for every step. Make sure the armour and swords are muffled. I don't want them giving the alarm while we're on the exposed flanks of that place. Yes, sir, Julius replied smartly. Your men will attack the south side. The slope's a little easier there. Bring the ladders in quickly and have a man at the bottom of each one to hold them steady so you don't have to waste time looking for a firm footing. I'm sending Suetonius's men to kill the gate sentries. There are four of them, so it could be noisy. If you hear shouts before you're close to the wall, sprint. We must not give them time to organise. Understand? Good. Any questions? Do we know how many are in there, sir? Gadidicus looked surprised. We're taking that fort whether they have fifty or five hundred. They haven't paid taxes for two years and the local governor has been murdered. Do you think we should wait for reinforcements? Julius coloured with embarrassment. No, sir. Gadidicus chuckled bitterly. The navy is stretched thin enough as it is. You'll get used to never having enough men and ships if you live through tonight. Now, move to your position and take a wide berth around the fort, using cover. Understand? Yes, sir, Julius replied, saluting again. Being an officer, even the lowest rank, was difficult at the best of times. He was expected to know his business as if the ability came with the rank. He had never assaulted a fortress before by day or night, but was supposed to make decisions on the instant that could mean life or death for his men. He turned to them and felt a fresh surge of determination. He would not let them down. You heard the centurion? Silent progress, split formation, let's go. As one, they thumped their right fists into their leather breastplates in acknowledgement. Julius winced at the small sound they made. And none of that noisy business either. Until we are in the fort, any orders I give are not to be acknowledged. I don't want you singing out yes, sir, when we're trying to move silently, all right? One or two grinned, but the tension was palpable as they made their slow and careful way through the cover. Two other units detached with them, leaving Gadidicus to command the frontal attack once the sentries had had their throats cut. Julius was thankful for the endless training drills as he saw the smooth way the men separated in pairs, with four of the long ladders to each unit. The soldiers could run up the wide rungs at almost full speed, and it would take only seconds to reach the top of the black walls and get into the fort. Then it would be vicious. With no way of knowing how many rebels faced them, the legionaries would be looking to kill as many as possible in the first few moments. 
He signalled with a flat palm for the men to crouch as one of the sentry torches stopped close to their position. Sounds would carry easily, despite the rhythmic screech of the crickets in the grass. After a short pause, the sentry light moved on again, and Julius caught the eyes of the closest officers, nodding to each other to begin the attack. He stood, and his heart beat faster. His men rose with him, one of them grunting slightly with the weight of the sturdy ladder. They began to trot up the broken rock of the sudden approach. Despite the muffling cloths on their sandals and armour, the thud of feet seemed loud to Julius as he broke into a light run beside his men. Pelletas was in the lead, at the head of the first ladder, but the order changed second by second as they scrambled up the uneven surface, denied even the light of the moon to see the ground. Gadidicus had chosen the night well.